Hello everyone and welcome to the Foo for Thought podcast. This is episode 37 and I am your host Sean. I'm here with my wife and co-host Devin. Hi everyone. And I'm with uh, soul brother number one, Cyrus. Hey, what's cracking everybody? Can I get a two off the top? <laughs> you can get a two off the top. Here we go. Yeah, it's all time for baby. We got a we got a few treats on the soundboard, including a classic "Yeah, buddy." Um, do we want to talk what talk about what "Yeah, buddy" is and where it came, comes from? It's famous enough, but yeah, sure. I don't know if people is it recognize famous it. Enough? I don't know about that. Um, like on all these strong guy videos, when they put it up, they'll say that. Yeah, so basically, there's a bodybuilder called uh, Ronnie Coleman. The greatest bodybuilder of all time. The greatest <laughs> bodybuilder of Eight all time. Eight-time Mr. Olympia. There you go. And when he pushes himself in the gym, he likes to hype himself up by yelling things such as... Yeah, buddy! <laughs> uh, as well as, ain't nothing but a peanut. Ain't, uh, nothing, but, oh, ain't nothing to it but to do it. Lightweight, nothing, baby! <laughs> Lightweight, <laughs> baby. baby! Which I also wanted to put on, but I knew it would make no sense <laughs> if we randomly just played Lightweight, baby. Yeah, Lightweight, baby, and yeah, buddy, I have the same yeah, usage. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was uh, Cyrus sent me probably like a three-minute clip of all these sound bites <laughs> of him, uh, and I watched the entire three minutes. It was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, ain't nothing to it but to do it. That's right. Um, so this week, <laughs> if, if anyone's not familiar with us, we're not a bodybuilding podcast. <laughs> uh, we're a Kung Fu Cinema podcast. We basically discuss a different movie each episode with uh, an episode coming out every two weeks. This week, we are discussing 1984's The Eight Diagram Pole Fighter, a.k.a. Invincible Pole Fighter, uh, which I think would be considered an absolute Shaw Brothers classic. I think most people put it up there. I've seen a few lists in the past, and I've seen this film number one in plenty of lists. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've, uh, a lot of people hold this film in very high regard. Judging by your two reactions, <laughs> I'm not quite sure you I feel mean, that way. We're going to get to the opinions, but number one, kiss my ass. Yeah. You know what I, I say to, to that? With that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I have to hold the button down for that sample. Okay. Um,. Anyway, so has anyone seen anything? I've seen loads of shit that I can talk about. Has anyone seen anything else? Take it away. I've seen nothing. Yeah. All right. Well, we won't jump into it, but Devin's been exploring a little more Scott Adkins. We watched uh, we watched Close Range, um, but we won't jump into that Yeah, too that much. was all right. I saw the best Kung Fu film of the year for me. Um, it's been a pretty shitty year for Kung Fu films, I think. Um, you mean like new ones? New. Okay. Yeah. I'm not even sure of a new Kung Fu film that came out. Did Eight Man 4 come out this year or last year? Late last year, I think. That was like Christmas last year, right? Yeah. It must have yeah. been because you wouldn't have seen it in the theaters. Right. Good point. Good point. And yeah, I, I think it was, uh, yeah, I think it was Christmas because that was yeah. like your plans for Christmas to see I, it. I don't know if I can name a single Kung Fu movie that came out this year. Anyway, um, I watched a film. I have to remember the name. It's called, it has the most generic film title. It's called Fearless Kung Fu Fighter. And it's pretty basic. Very basic. Um, if and I had I, that soundboard, I'd give it a. <laughs> <laughs> do, you want me, do you want me to drop it? Hold on. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, and uh, to be honest, I didn't know anything about this film. I randomly found it on a Chinese streaming service. So I shouldn't say that. It's a streaming service that streams like Chinese TV shows and Chinese. Hiya. Uh, it's not on Hiya. Oh, it's no, not Hiya. No, that's oh. an American streaming service. Uh, this is l- just being real racist. For <laughs> <laughs> this is literally Chinese. Um, oh, okay. And basically, what they do is there's a channel, or I, I don't even know how it works. 
but they much like netflix makes movies for netflix these people make movies for their own thing their own streaming service um don't ask me what it's called um i don't even know how to pronounce it um but it's i q i y i so i think it's i key or i i'm not sure but I randomly stumbled across this film. Uh, I knew that it was the tale of uh, Ho Yanja, Yuanja. I'm not even sure how to say his name. But that's the character that Jet Li plays in Fearless. Hence, Fearless Kung Fu Fighter. Huh. And I thought I'd just take a chance on it. And it's fucking great. It's a really good film. Um, if anyone's looking for like a Kung Fu film that you 100% have not seen, I recommend tracking this one down. It's not going to get a release in the U.S., ever i don't think we'll ever see it um but it's great it's great in this in the middle of the film there's just a, a random scene where the main is it protagonist or antagonist what's antagonist Antag- protagonist protagonist is good protagonist. guy yeah okay protagonist goes to a house and basically does a small game of death style thing where he goes from fighter to fighter so the first guy's got butterfly swords the second person um I think has a spear. The third person does drunken boxing. The fourth person has a sword. It's really decent. And the choreography is great. It comes out of mainland China, which if you're a fan of the genre, um, mainland China isn't known for its varied choreography. It's usually Hong Kong that people look to for good choreography. But uh, yeah, this film's really good. Fearless Kung Fu Fighter. If you can find it, uh, give it a watch. I highly recommend it. Um... The lead in it, who I have no idea what his name is, uh, but he's he gives me a lot of Jet Li vibes. Yeah. Um, the other movies we saw, uh, well, let's let's talk about what we did on Thanksgiving Day, <laughs> Devin, because um, me and Devin uh, had a Fantastic Four marathon. Yeah, she told me uh, why. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> here's the thing. I you know we were on. Um, you know, we have Disney Plus, and we were watching the series, the latest series that came out, Marvel uh, 616. Marvel 616, yeah. And so they were talking about a lot of history of, like, Marvel and Marvel comics and different aspects of it. And, um, you know, and so they're bringing up all these comics. And, of course, you know, you see bits of, like, Fantastic Four mm-hmm. when they were talking about, you know, the the origin of a lot of the comics and the, the writers and creators. And so that got me thinking of the movies. And I was just like, you know, it'd be great if they would do another Fantastic Four, but if they could do it well, which made me want to revisit the older ones. Because, like, the original one, the, I think it was, like, 2005, yeah, you know, 2005. just like, how, you know, how bad was it? And then, of course, there was the latest re- uh, remake, the 2015 one. I didn't remember shit about it. I remember not liking it, but I couldn't remember a single fucking Rightfully thing Rightfully so, baby! Right. So that, so then, so that became our day. We just, we went and watched all, what do you remember about the Fantastic Four films? Um, it was like before the the superhero movies found themselves. Oh yeah, right. I couldn't remember. I should have looked this up. We were trying to think like which came first, first like X Men or the Fantastic Four. I movies. think X Men came first. I think you were I think right. So. Yeah, uh, the first Fantastic Four, the the original kind of one with um Jessica Alba, yeah, Jessica Alba, Chris Evans as Human Torch. That film is fire. It's yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm not fun. joking. It's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Very good. I know. I it's know. Fun. I don't need to play it when you do it. Um, it's it's really good. It's a lot of fun. If you can turn your brain off and like not criticize it for not being like Avengers, like serious in places and 
It's it's a in lot like of fun. Complex and arcs and yes, ten different storylines. Exactly, it's a big comic book movie that feels like a comic book. They nailed Doctor Doom in terms of his look, um, the character not quite, but the look. Oh my god, I really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was great. And do you know what? Rise of Silver Surfer, not as bad as people say it is. Uh, sure. I can't remember what happens, but it was Silver Surfer was all right. I liked the Silver, look of Silver Surfer. Silver I liked the effects when it came to him. The rest of it was all right. I mean, it was it was yeah. it was more silly than the first one, which there were bits that was just like, is that really necessary? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is silly, but they got the perfect voice for Silver Surfer. Do you know who it is? Lawrence Fishy Burns, baby. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, yeah. and he uh, he nails it. He, he really, really nails it. Really nails it. He sounds great. Do you think that's air you're breathing right now? <laughs> <laughs> from the matrix is that the yeah. first matrix yeah yeah that's yeah. the first one uh matrix 4 should be out late next year i think yeah boy yeah we'll see yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. so the and last one so the 2015 oh, one let's not even talk about that one it's just boring dr doom looks blah. like a retard <laughs> <laughs> dr doom excuse my friend looks you couldn't get a character more wrong yeah you couldn't get the look of a character wasn't more wrong. he like even petite and yeah. Like, oh, didn't he's slender. Have any armor on? Yep. He's a slender guy. Um, he's just his mask is like it's just well, it wasn't a mask. Material. It just kind of became like it, him. Yeah. It's he like he became like he he something. became yeah. yeah. It's just Ooh. melted and metal. It was just it was a bore. I forgot. Oh. Yeah, I had forgotten so much about. It. Well, there isn't anything to remember. It was just blah. It was just boring. It's it's so shit. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like a comic book movie. It no. feels like a sci-fi movie. Right. Just, That's it. And. I don't mean that in a good way. There was no excitement to it. It was just... Mm. It's jizz. It's, <laughs> I really didn't like it at yeah. all. Um, so that was our Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. And roaming the streets looking for food and having McDonald's. For yeah. Dinner, for we, dinner. Me and Devin stupidly assumed that we'd just be able to get food on order, Thanksgiving yeah. evening. going to order something. So we tried to order day. Thai food and uh, we couldn't get it. <laughs> it was closed. And uh, then we... Yeah. We just drove around the streets like a, a bunch of... Uh, marauding like hungry dogs yeah <laughs> exactly looking for scavenging food. for food and then the last minute devon with her eagle eyes spotted an open mcdonald's so we feasted. i can't believe there was one that was closed how can a mcdonald's be closed we came across a closed mcdonald's what kind of bullshit is that oh uh, yeah it's yeah one was closed one was open i treated myself to a large vanilla milkshake uh that could be why my bowels are playing up this, <laughs> hey, this morning or that's today. a really good yeah possibility um uh, I watched I watched another film uh, that I didn't think I would rewatch, but I've been I've been dipping into Korean cinema this week. Um, by that I say I've, I've watched two Korean films. I watched Train to Busan again, and the first time I watched Train to Busan, you, do you know anything about that, Devin? No. Train to Busan is like a, a very very popular Korean zombie film. When it came out, everyone gushed over it and said it was amazing. It's it's not reinvented zombie films, but it's really fresh and it's good. And I watched it. The first time I watched it, I didn't see it. I didn't get it. I thought it was boring. I thought it was dull. And it did nothing for me. Well, there's a secret to watching movies. Well, well, let me tell you what. There's a secret to watching movies. 
don't look at your phone every five minutes. Because <laughs> that's what I did when I first watched Trains of Busan. And this time, I put the old phone away. I shut down Pornhub for a few minutes and sat there. And you know what? Trains of Busan is fucking dope. It's good. It's a good film. It's not enough blood and guts. There's barely any blood and guts. Um, it's a very tame zombie film. It's exciting. It's enthralling. It's thrilling. Yeah, it's good. Enchanting. It's enchanting. <laughs> it's. Do you know what? Almost made me cry. Almost made me cry. There's a moment in that film that almost made me cry. Yeah, I loved it. Dude, it's really good. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's me getting older, or my hormones, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like cry at movies now. Oh <laughs> man, alive! Oh, I, bunch of pansies. Oh, I, I can't help it. About. I've been a crier for many a year. Um, do you know? What? I moment, thought I was dead inside in the beginning. <laughs> I don't. I don't like a ball. I don't openly weep um but i tell you what i'll shed a single solitary tear down my yeah cheek. yeah i don't like <laughs> it's just a, a gushing yeah exactly exactly and when i say to myself i just go i'm gonna cry <laughs> i'm gonna cry yeah yeah um there's a film i can't remember the last i almost cried at train to Busan. there's a moment in that that almost made me cry i think the film before that was there's a French film called Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I think I've talked about it on Marriage the podcast story, before. Marriage Story, I think you said you meant. Marriage Story, fucking hell. That got me as well. Yeah, Marriage Story, Portrait of a Lady. Just basically anything with like a tragic romance in it. <laughs> when the tragedy finally unfurls, I'll be like, <laughs> she deserved better than you. <laughs> you know, I'll get all, yeah, I'll get all soppy about it. Um, yeah, yeah. You feel great after. Oh, I tell a you nice what, little cry. There's nothing but a <laughs> nothing like a good emotionally evoking film that that gets that balled up energy out of you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Train to Busan. Then I watched another Korean film called The Cop, The Gangster, The Devil. Oh my, that's fucking fresh as well. That's really good as well. It's basically about a cop <laughs> that teams up. Wait for it. The teams up <laughs> with, with a, a gangster. A wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh. to fight. Well, not the devil. No, oh. no. That's that, that, there's a twist. Oh. A cop teams up with a gangster to track down a serial killer. The serial killer attacks the gangster, and he survives. And then they they team up to try and find uh, find out this who this killer is. And it's really fucking good. It's like a dark, gritty crime thriller, I suppose you'd call it. And um, it's excellent. It's a really, really good film. It's very macho. And, and I, I mean that in a good way. 65% of the film is just Korean men shouting at each other and punching each other in the face. <laughs> um, but it's good. It's good. Then I watched a Japanese film called First Love. It's a Takashi Miike film who uh, directed, well, loads of fucked up films, including Audition. And that's good too. That's like a weird Japanese crime thriller that devolves into just blood and guts at the end. So I've had a good, I've had a good week of watching movies. Um, watched a few kung fu movies, but I'm not going to go into those. Well, I'd say I watched Shaolin Wooden Men actually, which is the least Jackie Chan film. L- sorry, the least Jackie Chan-ish Jackie Chan film that ever exists. The reason why he's a mute, he doesn't speak in the film. You expect a lot of charisma from Jackie, doesn't give it because he doesn't talk. And then there's there isn't a single fight scene for the first hour and three minutes. So. <laughs> It's an interesting one. Anyway, so basically, yes, I've uh, I've watched a bunch of stuff. We, not you guys, haven't really. I couldn't. Than... I couldn't if you made me. That's okay. Me. 
That's okay. That's why I'm here. I mean, yeah. I watched too Me many and you movies. Watch the same thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We're still watching Buffy and other things. Started the Queen's Gambit. Started the Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Mm. It's good. It's good, but it's a lot of the same. A lot of her. Oh, I'm drinking. I'm playing chess. The thing you've already seen this movie, if that uh, the show, if that makes sense. Like you know exactly what's gonna happen. You yeah. get it. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so, like a super genius child prodigy yeah yeah it's 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 fine it's very well acted and, and enjoyable yeah. but um i'll watch the rest of it but oh did you watch the recent episode of the mandalorian no damn it so good Is we it watched good? it earlier today i'm not even gonna really drop good. any yeah. spoilers we're not gonna talk about it we're so not gonna talk about there's it. there's a little break right until the next one comes out oh is it I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know either. We're not going to talk about it, though. You should watch it. You oh, should watch it. There's some interesting things that happen. Mm-hmm. You know that guy has a name? Well, that's what happens in this episode. Oh, okay. It reveals uh, it. Baby Yoda's name. Yeah, oh. we- weirdly. That's wait, not who it, he's talking about. Wait, that's not who I'm talking about. Oh, I've just fucking spoiled that then for Doesn't you. Matter. Who cares? It's his name. Oh, yeah, but it's Wilfred, which is, oh, shit. Which is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> who the, are you talking about? Mando. Who? Oh, Man- Oh, Mando's name. I'm, I, yeah, he I assumed he name. had. It. Yeah, I assumed he had one. Yeah, just didn't know what it was. I think so. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um. So we'll jump into the film. We'll start discussing the film now. So, uh, the eight. Di- I'm just calling it eight diagram pole fighter. I can't be asked putting the the in front of it. Eight diagram pole fighter, directed and choreographed by Lau Kar Lung. Again, classic Lau Kar Lung. Uh, came out in 1984. Uh, can you believe this film came out the same year as the Terminator? Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I found that quite interesting. Uh, it stars Gordon Liu, Alexander Fusheng, Lily Lee, Kara Hui, and Philip Ko Fei, uh, or otherwise known as just Philip Ko. Um, yeah, there's a, a few other tidbits that I have about it, but let's jump into opinions first. Devin, do it. <laughs> Me first again. Okay. First. I can go first if you want, but you go ahead. Uh, all right, yeah. So I'm not a fan. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Don't you play that? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I wasn't a fan. Like, I, I actually wrote in like my little final like thoughts. Like, this is the first Gordon Liu film that I did not care for. All right. So, give me reasons why. I'm interested. Um, I just, I didn't. I mean, I guess a part of it, I didn't like the weapons. Too many poles. <laughs> that's the name of my sex I, tape you know what i'm saying <laughs> too many Wait. poles that's the not name a your, not a diversity <laughs> not a diversity of weapons i didn't really care for his character i didn't really like him um and i i just i didn't i, I feel like this didn't this didn't come together for me like like other movies of his all right all right i i, I get what you're coming from no i know i do i do it's it's not like other Gordon Liu films. Yeah. Um, he's far less, uh, less, far less. He's certainly less likable, but even in some yeah. of his other ones, like, you know, what was the one, um, the sequel that we did where he was like a completely different character. Return to the Third Chamber. Yeah, yeah, even him where he, you know, he's not like the most like noble or righteous of people, but he was still likable. He was still enjoyable. Okay. And this one, yeah, he was, he was a pain he was an ass it's a butthole yeah he's, they're like leave he's like yeah, nope he's yeah like a bit of a crazy person um okay yeah i mean and then 
Yeah, there and well, I guess I'll get more into it as we talk about it, but just as a whole, didn't really care for it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you didn't like it, Cyrus? I didn't hate it. Um okay. I think I like it more than some of his other ones. Okay. Cuz I didn't ever really go well, I, I guess I did when they do like 85 minute fight scenes. I wasn't like Jesus Christ, let's wrap this up. <laughs> right. Okay. Um but the thing that got me the most is I had no idea what the jizz was happening in the first 10 and 15 minutes. I got confu- yeah, that, that, that in my notes. That beginning <laughs> no was... No fucking a, idea. Yeah, that beginning was confusing. I've, I've got I, that I felt notes. like I, for the most part I got the gist. It makes sense. Um, but it there does were, make sense. But there were bits that happened where I was just like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand why this is happening. Yeah. 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 It could have been so much clearer. Hey, we're partnering up with the Mongolians to kick your ass. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be easier? Oh, did you watch this dubbed or sub, by the way? Uh, sub. Subbed. Oh, no. They were talking. Dubbed. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I do both so I can read it. Oh, okay. That's, English yeah, and listen. That's, that's cool. Um, all right. I'm glad to hear that you didn't hate it, at least. You didn't hate it. Um, I have gone on record as saying that I don't love this film. Um. It's it's one of those classic kung fu films that so for some reason I don't tend to love as much as most people. Uh, there's this and Legendary Weapons of China, um, which I flat out do not like, and people herald that as a classic as well. Watching it this time around, um, I think I paid more attention to it, and I think this film is good. Uh, it's not the best. It's very poorly paced. Yes. Um, I think it's poorly paced. I think um, you have to wait a while for things to get started. And this very odd moment, and it makes sense as to why, I will explain in a minute why it's poorly paced. But there are things that happen in this film where it's just like, well, Gordon, Gordon Liu's entire story in this film is very odd. It's like, okay, he goes, he goes to the temple and then he's like, well, I want to be a monk. And they're like, fuck off. And he's like, I'm going to be a monk anyway. And then he just goes to a corner and trains by himself. And then he's like, I can fight your wooden wolves. And like, no, right. you're not. And Go and do something more. And, and then he shits I, on how they do things. He's yeah. just an Well, he's, that, that he's makes sense. Nuisance. That makes sense. He's a trained warrior. He's, well, a, no, I get, he's a soldier. I get that. But still, he's not there to be a soldier. He's there to be a monk. And he's well, just basically complaining and telling them what they're doing is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, it's not he's not there to give his opinions he's there to learn dude i have a feeling already this is going to be short on the movie <laughs> what talking about it yeah i have a few interesting things to talk about okay. i think um Let's so get started yeah. yeah yeah we can we can jump into it uh, i just want to say I, I did have this uh down as well that this was actually nominated for best action choreography uh, at the fourth hong kong film awards and it actually lost out to a jackie chan film um, it lost out to Project A, and I—I I would probably agree with that. I think the action in this is good. I think there's problems with the action in this as well, which I'll get to. Um, I think there are issues. Uh, it does feature the single best staff fight of all time: um, Gordon Liu fighting Philip Ko, uh, the two monks fighting with the sticks. Okay, well, yeah, that looks good. It's. But it's the best staff fight of all time. I got staffed out in this movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, let's go ahead and j- jump into the film. My first note is the intro is pretty confusing. Yeah. There's mentioning mention of the seventh son, the sixth son, the third brother. 
There's numbers flying around. There's too much text on screen with subtitles and describing people. It's giving yeah, you the actors' names. Yeah, it's giving, it's you, the giving you characters' yeah, names. Yeah, it gives you like a cast list as people pop up. I like that. Uh, I kind of like that. I like that. If it just popped up, if it was like Brad Pitt is Tyler Durden in Fight Club, I'd kind of like that. Yeah. I like that it breaks Quentin, down Quentin Tarantino. But then, yeah. uh, but my thing is, there's a lot to look at, especially oh, because if there was a sign, also you know, like for the whatever, like the temple or the house that they were at. So there's a sign, so the subtitles would come up for that. But then there'd be dialogue, so then there's yeah. subtitles yes. for that. So there was a yeah. lot happening. I on agree. The screen. I agree. But, uh, but that nothing to do with the movie. So like, so yeah. So we have the seven sons. Yeah, they're fighting against the. Uh, and the, our, the, the barbarians, barbarians. Um, right? And so they're oh, there. Oh, we got, I got Mongolians. Yeah. Uh, yeah we, say barbarians. We've right. actually got, yeah, kind of newly translated um, subtitles because we watched the, the recently released Blu-ray and it ref- refers to them as barbarians. Mm-hmm. And Mongols makes far more sense. Yeah. <laughs> that was my assumption. Yeah. Although the costume choice for them, I one of my notes was um, the costumes are terrible. Uh, they look like the Flintstones. Yeah. Oh, fucking Lau Ka Lung looked just like a Flintstone. Um, yeah, I, the, the, I understand what the the first scene is meant to do. It's obviously introducing you to everyone. And by the way, whenever it mentions someone, this film is a fucking who's who of Kung Fu cinema legends. Like, everyone's in this film. Every fucking classic actor you can... Or Shaw Brothers actor. They're all here. All of them. And I, I get what it's doing, and it's giving you an intro, and it's all on a stage. You know, it's not outside. It's it's all, oh, yeah. it's all <laughs> fake. Terrible stage. Um, yeah, it looks bad, but I think it's meant to look that way because it's an intro scene. Um, but it is overly convoluted, and... So we have all these sons, and they're at this. They're about to fight in this battle at what was it, Golden Beach or something Golden like that? Golden Beach. Um, Golden Shore. And Golden Corral. They're basically... <laughs> um, yeah, so they were like betrayed. They were um, there was an ambush set up to. Although I was still unclear as to why. Why did the who was it? The Empress's father. Why did they side with the the Mongols with the barbarians? That I wasn't unclear. That, that was, was never that's, right. It's never revealed. It's just yeah. a benefit. Okay, fine. Benefit Power, themselves. Right. Yeah. I guess so. So then that's they're it. like, Power. all right. But I, so I guess the seven sons are like the toughest. Like. Mm-hmm. warriors of so they had to take them out and mm-hmm. one by one they're all killed are they all killed well okay well one by one majority of them are killed um uh, in like fucking crazy ways and the what's and the, <laughs> the no. thing that got me go we talk about how was they get um uh what, what did i call it bendy um, sticks I yeah the bendy s- silly straws crazy uh, straws dude the, i feel like they just the make a movie to, and they go mm. the flaccid to erect staff is what I do you know what i don't care what you say that's a great weapon in this film i mean they were cool if they yeah. gave me one line to back that up like, yeah. how you're not going to be able to defeat our new yeah. weapon. That's yeah. all I need. Just right. a little taste. Right. I like Instead, it, They're though. just kind of thrown out. I, and, I liked yeah. it. I like. I thought... It, I mean, Shaw Brothers are filled with fucking... Shaw Brothers films are filmed with completely wacky weapons. And that just happens to be one of them. And I like it. I like it. Yeah, sure. I, the, the use of it in that in the beginning, yeah, it was cool uh, in that opening scene. Uh, one guy uh, just gets trod on just gets people running over him and he trampled yeah trampled that's yep. the word i'm looking for yep. he just trampled it's rough it's pretty brutal um yeah he just gets trampled and killed that way some other guy gets a thousand arrows in him yep dude oh. everyone's dying standing up like a g right yeah oh so so their that's father, so baller their it's, father it's great. i have 
I'm very oh, confused. Oh, he about dies in the greatest way possible. Can I take so, a can I yes, take a whack yes. at this one? Go. No. Okay. The shame of defeat spurred him to end his life rather than die the hands by of his the enemy. Hand of the enemies. Okay. He, it's either that or he didn't want to be taken. You know, didn't want to be captured or tortured. Maybe. I yeah. think it, but I think your both. way might make more sense. I think yeah, actually you're. I think okay. you're right. And then so what? Because they were going to torture him. I just had a feeling. Yeah, can someone talk about how he kills himself? There's this giant like gravestone that's like the go, size go of a, on. the size <laughs> of a fucking building. Oh wait. And he. Uh, yep. Okay. <laughs> There's okay. a giant gravestone the size of like a two story building. Yep. He hops up on it. Bashes his head into the top of it. Sure does. Flips on down and just stands there like a fucking statue dead next to it. He's standing next to it, one arm like kind of again, but he's not leaning against it. You know, he's standing up straight, but one arm is out touching it, but he's dead. Yeah. What is that? That's how I want to go. What is that? (laughs) I don't understand. I mean, come on. You've got to understand. Like, I'm going to I'm going to fight for this film a little bit. This film is very theatrical, very um, uh, uh, just over the top and and to the point often of silly. I will honestly say that, but it's an eighties Hong Kong film and it's, I, you know, I understand being theatrical, but he's dead and he's standing up. I, <laughs> nothing, nothing propping him up. Not like he like leaned or fell. I, against I get something. it. I get he's it. He's standing straight legged. Yeah. And he's dead. No, I get it. I think, but the film is trying to construe that he's, you know, he's honorable and, and in death, he still stood straight and stood in the face of, you know, enemies. Mm. So I think it makes sense. It's more of a like, I don't want to say metaphor because I don't think this film is very metaphorical. Um, but I do think it's trying to say something and it's trying to give him an honorable death. Yes, it's silly. Yes, it's it's daft. But uh, yeah, I see with these films, and I think that's the same with a lot of Kung Fu films, you got to cut them some slack. You gotta. I know if we watch something that we can completely take the piss out of. At the moment, I have a poll up on Instagram about whether we should do an episode for Jujitsu, the new Nick Cage film that's oh, about martial no. arts. Thank you, Cyrus. I, I want to do it so bad. Um, and it's gonna hurt. It is gonna. But it's gonna it. be so fun. It's gonna I be. I feel so like fun. it's gonna anger me to have but to sit here and watch like, it. Films like that we can make fun of. We can make fun of because get that's that, fine. Shaw Brothers films, they, you know, they're they're older and there's tr- a different culture and they are, you know, there's a different sensibility towards things. So I think we got to cut them some slack. However, later on, I will completely go against what I've just said and take the piss out of something I probably shouldn't. Yep. Okay. So uh, basically, he dies, and then two brothers go on to survive. Right. One escapes and and manages to make it back home. The other, Gordon Liu, mm-hmm. escapes off in a different situation. And yeah. Uh, can I interrupt just super quick? No, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Just you know the fight in. with the old man and the golden staff. Yeah. Yeah. When he's wiggling it around, did you notice anything? Wait, the old which old? The father. Oh no. The, the blade falls off. Oh, really? The blade really? falls off, and then they cut. Oh, I did not I notice that. I felt like that. I found a little tr- I did treat know, in there. There's another uh, mistake as well. Uh, the mother of the, the sons, she has a dragon-headed staff yeah. with a piece of orange jade hanging off it. Yeah. At the beginning of the film, that jade's green. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, only later. Maybe, 
Is there more jade that I we're missing? I don't think so. It's exactly the same piece. But also, I didn't know jade could be orange. I thought it was jade, jade colored. Can, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the whole point. I think uh, jade could be. I thought jade could be different colors. I have no idea. But at I the beginning, know. it's green. Later on, it's orange. Okay. Um, and there are reasons for these things, and we're going to get into that in a second because we're going to talk about the first brother that makes it home. Oh, that poor bastard. This is He uh, needs an asylum. He needs to be committed. So, it, the role is played by Alexander Fusheng. Alexander Fusheng was, at the time of this film, the biggest star in Hong Kong. You know what? I just had a fucking feeling that yeah. he was a big deal. Absolutely huge. He was like... I'm not going to say he was the next Bruce Lee, because he doesn't fight like Bruce Lee. Although he is in plenty of kung fu films where he fights. But he was... A super super superstar. I just had a feeling because he he would he was acting as oh ass he was off. acting yeah. He now was, do you have any questions about him? He's traumatized. He's traumatized from watching you know. Did any, his father and his brothers be murdered? Did anyone notice that he just disappears from the film? At what point? Well, he's not in any of the ending, and he's not in... He just... Uh, the, what? Well, neither is the mother and the other sister. Okay. Well, there's a reason why Alexander Fusheng isn't in it. Uh, Alex, uh, Alexander Fusheng died. Oh, Whoa! shit. Alexander Fusheng, that brother, was meant to be the main character of this film. And it was meant to be his redemption story. He comes home, he's insane, and then he comes back, and he, he beats the bad guys. He was meant to be the lead. In fact, this was meant to be his big, like... Big starring Shaw Brothers role. Do you happen to know how the original movie went? Like, what did Gordon right, what really did Gordon, do? Yeah, I do not know. All I know is that they had to rewrite the film on the fly. Wow. That's why I think some of it feels a bit wonky and, uh... and disjointed. Like Gordon Liu's story, I don't think was meant to be what it was in this film. Um, it was meant to be Fu Sheng doing everything, and I, I don't know. Obviously, I, I it was written for him. But I don't know what happens in that script. I, I've never come across anyone that knows. Uh, but yeah, he unfortunately died in a car accident. Um, yeah, kind of partly into production. Oh. And Lau Kar Lung had to go, oh shit. Well, we're halfway, th- not even halfway through this film, but we're making this film. Now we've got to do something about it. And they switched to Gordon Liu. Whoa. Now, an interesting thing about Alexander Fusheng is some people believe he fell victim to the Bruce Lee curse. Because obviously we know Bruce Lee died at a young age. We know that Brandon Lee died at a young age. Well, Alexander Fu Sheng, at the time of his death, was living in Bruce Lee's old house. And he died. I, I don't know how old he was when he died. So some people say it's the Bruce Lee curse that got him. Um, I thought that's just an interesting fact to mm. say that he was living in Bruce Lee's house. Mm. But yeah, he was, Fu Sheng was like considered a heartthrob, an absolute legend of the genre. And he has made some great films. I don't love him. Um, I think he's very charismatic in, in films. I, he's a very good actor. I, I don't typically love films that he stars in. Um, he's not my favorite actor. But yeah, sad story really. Um, and they had to just turn everything around and just write it on the fly about Gordon Liu. Hmm. All right, well then they're forgiven a bit if, uh, if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 think, I think that's part of why i kind of respect this film a little bit more because obviously they had something planned and they just had to go a completely different way because if you're halfway through a production it's not like 
back in the day, it's not like you could go, all right, like they do with COVID. It's not like we can go, oh, we'll take six months off and pick up production. This is a Shaw Brothers film. They're churning them out. Shaw Brothers put out like 900 films a year. And they mm. couldn't just stop and be like, well, we need to go back to the drawing board, blah, blah. They had to just rewrite that shit and just get started again. So, yeah, sad news. That's why Alexander Fushang disappears from the film. Because, yeah. Because he huh. he's in it through the most, I mean, with his little, like, crazy little fits but like but i'd say he yeah well if you you notice one of them is out completely out sequence um he's in one outfit in one scene then he gets dragged to the back and then they show him in another scene after it and he's in a completely different outfit going crazy so i think they had to rearrange his stuff and i just think it uh the victim fell a victim the film fell victim to him not being there well sure okay um so yeah that's a a, a story about fushang all right well then that that makes me less judgmental about yeah i mean about it because gordon Liu's whole thing yeah is weird it's 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 off. Yeah. There's something not quite right. Also, for I, I the first time I saw this film, I must have been it must have been twenty years ago. For those twenty years, I thought this film was about Shaolin. <laughs> they don't say the word Shaolin once in this film. No. It's a is it Wu Lan Temple or Wu I forget Wu Dan forget. Temple or something? Not Wu Tang. I know I know it's definitely not Wu Tang. <laughs> um although there is a Wu Tang temple. Um yeah, so Alexander Fushen goes uh, bonkers. Um, I Tries think to it, kill his mom, which is yeah, right. pretty normal. Mom and his sisters, do. yeah. He, By the way, the woman that plays his mom is only 35 in this film. Well, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Of course. Yeah. She's uh, she's yeah. an actress called Lily Lee. She's actually an amazing martial artist. And she's oh, really and uh, the two sisters are pretty young oh. ladies. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love the fact that... Oh, no, never mind. Anyway, you like those two ladies, huh? I do. Yeah, there you, go. there you go. Waiting for that one. Yeah, that one. That sounded a bit quiet actually. Um, if if Titties. no if no one quite got that, that was Bernie Mac saying titties and ass. Um, hey, happy to explain the sound bites, but that's what it was. Uh, that's one of those is uh, a lady called Kara, and I just found out you pronounce H U I. I think Hui. Um, that uh, older sister wasn't she in something? She else definitely was. Yeah, I don't I know what. Re- I just couldn't. She looks familiar. 100%. I just couldn't place what movie. Mm, I don't think we've watched any Kara Hui films. I promise. I, I know her I face. Think you're incorrect, but that's okay. Keep talking. I'm um, gonna look it up. Um, anyway, Kara Hui is a, a very, very. She's the basically the first lady of Shaw Brothers, meaning she was like the tip-top martial artist, uh, female martial artist, and um, she. I just found out the other day, she actually trained under Donnie Yen's mother. Um, growing up, I had no idea. Um, so she. Grew up under, or not grew up, she practiced or taught, taught, learnt under Donnie Yen's mother. And then Lao Ka Lung, um, she was, someone was starring in this film and uh, they had to drop out of the film. So Kara Hui was put in the role instead. And then Lao Ka Lung saw her and decided to hire her for his next film. Anyway, she's in loads of films. Uh, she's very, very famous. Um, sadly, I also read that her career went very downhill in the 90s and she barely had any roles and apparently she tried to commit suicide in the 90s. Yeah, um, yeah I did not know that. Uh, and then I know you may have seen her, Devon, in a Donnie Yen film called Dragon. Um, I think we've watched that together. She actually plays the uh, uh, one of the villains in that. 
uh, but she's about 50 in it. Right, right, right. Yeah, I saw that came up in her from yeah. Audrey, but she, maybe she, that's it. But I thought I saw, I thought I recognized her from being younger. Maybe she has been in one of the films. I can't remember what films we anyway. anymore. But she's great. She's a very good martial artist. But like, so yeah, so that which brother was that? The sixth brother. Yeah. Like comes home and he's cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Um, but Gordon Liu, he escapes and he's looking for some place to hide. I swear there was a sound effect. It sounded like there were werewolves, uh, in China. There was lots of like. Wolves? Yeah. Wolf? Oh, there's wolves. Howls? To me, it sounded like the classic like werewolf like noise. Well, like, in, in the, Yeah, in a werewolf that's movie a to me. Wolf so. sound. That's okay. the sound well, of wolf things. But yeah. <laughs> to me, I instantly thought werewolf. Can you, anyway. can, can you please explain the difference between a wolf sound and a werewolf sound? Got him! True. <laughs> See, that's why we need that one. Can you please, can you please do one and then the other? No, they don't. They do sound the same. <laughs> but I thought my mind went to uh, werewolf. I'm just I know you are, I'm but my mind went to werewolf. That's maybe fine. A, maybe werewolf is like. And then so he, uh, Gordelou finds the like a shack to hide out in, and there's a guy whose name I don't know. Um, do you know who that guy is? No, he's the di- he's the director and fight choreographer of this film. Oh, is that him? Mm, that's Lau Ka Lung. Oh, I didn't realize that. Also, at the beginning, one of the brothers is Lau Ka Wing, which is his real that. life brother. I saw his yep. name pop up in uh, the yeah. in the little credit. That's right. Yeah, who dies? <laughs> so yeah, they both die. But then that I mean, isn't even worth talking about. I felt like that bit was. It's not, yeah. but there is a very very important <laughs> bit to talk about. Okay. So Lau Ka Lung uh, fights off the bad guys in order right. to save Gordon Liu. Gordon right. Liu goes down the secret trap door, and then he comes out around the back of the uh, the basically destroyed hut or whatever it was. He goes to the fucking destroyed hut. Did anyone notice someone just throws a cat? Yeah. Onto the set. Like, yeah. Yeah, th- this cat does this not cat jump of his own free will. Yeah, it just kind of lands Someone there. tosses a cat at Gordon Liu. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, actually made me laugh a little bit. Yeah, it um, just kind of landed in front I, I was of him. thinking, uh, you know how they're always throwing ducks and just any animals mm-hmm. they can? Yeah. At first thought, I was like, oh, come on, man. Don't throw that cat. But then I was like, it's a cat. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Un- unfortunately, he on all fours. unfortunately, yeah. there is a bit of animal cruelty later on, which I really didn't care for. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Well, we'll get to it. Oh, the the horse. Yeah, that dude is hanging off that horse. That it's so spooked. gross. Um, yeah, I really didn't like it. Uh, I was what? Yeah, when I was watching that, I was just like, this all seems very real. And this oh, it's hundred percent real. Yeah, and I was just like, I don't think. Well, one, my first thought was like, that looks way too dangerous for this person to be doing. And then I was just like, yeah, all of it just not right, not okay. I ca- I can't even talk about like I love kung fu movies. They're a complete passion of mine, but I cannot stand kung fu movies with animal cruelty in. And there's so fucking many of them. Um, I have just got. I say I've got confirmation. I've just heard that next March, uh, 88 films in the UK are releasing Jackie Chan's Snake in the Eagle Shadow on Blu-ray, um, which I was definitely picking up. But I also got confirmation that they are cutting out the animal cruelty in that film. Good. Uh, there's a film where they, uh, there's a moment where they basically make a cat fight a cobra. And it's a real fight and you can see them going at each other. Ooh, uh, maybe they defanged or devenomed the cobra. Um, they do that a lot. I would say still, that's though, that what they did. Still, with the bite. Well, spoiler alert: the cat kills the snake. 
So it's pretty grim. Um, I don't like that. So even if they remove, like, either if they're removing the venom or if they're removing the fangs, if the fangs are still present, it can still bite this cat. It's still it can fucking still animal cause... cruelty. Right. Like it's still animals fight. Yeah. It's still. Yeah. yeah I, I think I, you're right. There's a whole there's a whole bunch of films where that happens. Lots of chickens' heads getting cut off. Um, I still think I remember a, a film where a monkey gets swung around on a ca- on a chain. You've told me about that, I, and I, I I think I swear that's in Mad Monkey Kung Fu, but I might be wrong. Um, but I've definitely seen it happen. Never, never, never. Yeah. So animal cruelty is fucked up. I think the horse that gets treated like shit later on in this film, it's it looks rough. Yeah. It looks very rough. Anyway, so somehow um, Gordon Liu ends up at this temple. Mm-hmm. Still confused as to why. So it, so Boom. is he showing? So it was his intention just to be like, to just hide out there. Like this is a place where he feels like safe and he can. Can I try? Yeah, because I, I'm as clueless as you are. Right. Okay. Take a swing. He's already like, ten out of ten greatest warrior ever. Right. Yeah. Right. One out of the seven Yang brothers with like the, their staff, right. their spears are great. Right. Yep. It seems like he goes to the temple to get stronger. But at the same time, doesn't learn anything. Well, he definitely didn't seem like he learned anything. But yeah, I was just like, what's your purpose for being here? At first, I was well, like... There's, there's it... a big purpose. I can't believe you missed what's the purpose, the purpose? of the film. It... He literally he... says, I've got to go somewhere where they won't track me and won't well, find me. Well, no. And I understand that. I was like, yeah, so it's to hide out. Yeah. But then, why be an asshole? <laughs> well... Well, you've got me there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does. He literally wants to hide out in these people's right. temple, and they, these monks' tem- uh, temple. And he does treat them like shit. He's incredibly disrespectful. This yeah. Is, yeah they, these are monks. This is a temple. They but, flat out told you, but, we do not want you here, sir. They even told him, like, the reason why we don't want you is because you're too fucking angry. But, All you are is anger and rage. You are not cut out to be a monk. But instead, he's like, I don't care what you say. I'm going to force myself upon you. I ain't leaving. But... Isn't that one of the central themes of the film? We can say he's an asshole, but if if fucking Jake Gyllenhaal was an asshole in a film like that, you'd say it's like a theme or something. And it is. It's this guy gets redemption through finding peace, right? He does. Commit- but when did he find peace? I'm. But maybe this is because of or the whole. Or he's following the, the Marshall sudden- Code. Is he? Yeah, because uh, eventually well- he kind of. I don't understand it. Actually. I would have said if he d- stopped killing people, he would have transformed. He but right. he immediately kills right. people. And or, also, he doesn't follow Buddha either. He no. just fucks off and makes his own he pole makes style. His own That's a good thing. point. He didn't get, do one boot it's praise be to Buddha. At or one point, yeah, oh, he's being a fall. he's being a he's being a jerk. And then what? Next thing you know, he uh, the the um. One of the masters gets killed, and then he's in the yellow robe all of a sudden. Yeah, like, that was weird. And I, and so oh, I assumed it was me. because of them having to redo stuff. But I was just like, at what point did he actually? How much time has gone by? At what point did he actually like learn anything? Because there's no shots or no scenes of him actually learning anything from them. It's all about him doing his own thing. Yeah, which is why yeah. I did not. Which is one of the reasons why I didn't like him or. I, I just I didn't understand this movie. I do, I, that makes perfect sense. I actually tried to fight for it a second ago, and now I'm thinking about the events. I'm just like, none of it makes sense. Right. It really doesn't. His journey into the temple, it, it's very yeah. all over the place. It he has to be due to the death of that guy. Because it was just so all over the place. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was I, way I, all over the place. I really thought he was going there 
to get stronger so he well, could do some revenge. I thought it was going to be very 36 Chamber of Shaolin, right? Yeah. And I've seen the film loads of times, and I forgot about it. I thought it was going to be, oh, you come to the temple, you, you practice this style and this style and this style, and we make your staff or pole skills better. At the same time, you commit yourself to Buddha, you become a monk, and then you get vengeance at the end of the film. Nope. It's not that. Nope. It is not that at all. Not and, at all. And he, he takes the spear or the sharp pointy thing off right. of his yeah. stick. Yeah. He fights the the final monk and he makes a little yin yang on the ground. It's like harmony and like which is so dope. I'm not gonna which is fucking dope. It's so he dope. takes his shoes off. <laughs> he yeah. Does take he his takes shoes the other off. man's shoes off. That's yeah. so disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> and then he makes a yin yang while he's whooping his ass and then he immediately kills people. What's yeah. the what are yeah. they going for? Yeah. yeah. There's there's a tonal it very confusing. It's not even tonal. It's just very uh, it was confusing. Wishy-washy, very all over the place, I think. Um can someone please explain a word for, to me? There's a word in the subtitles that Gordon Lou keeps yelling. He wants this one thing from the monks. He wants it and he wants it bad. It's the word tonsure. T O N S U R E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? He keeps yelling that he wants it. I have no idea Spell what that word again? is. T O N S U R E. I'm glad we're not. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only fucking dildo here that doesn't know what that means. Because he was yelling about it in the subtitles. I was just like, what? what? Oh, oh, that's that's the the process of them shaving his head. That's cool. tonsure. Yeah, Ton- part- I say it like it's French. Tonsure. <laughs> Uh, a part of a monk's or priest's head left bare on top by shaving oh, off the hair. Oh, there you go. Learn something new every day. Oh, yeah, because that's when he was yelling it, when they were yep. doing the mm-hmm. head shaving ceremony for the other monk. Um, also, I want to know how they do something in this film. Because those fucking incense that he burns himself with, they looked real. Yeah. And I don't know how they did that. Yeah. It, it was. It had a fucking ember in it and smoke coming off it. Yeah. And he puts, his, puts it on his head. And I was just like, I don't know how you do that. Okay, I was trying to find a way around that. Uh, It's very good special effects. He was, I I applaud him for that whole scene. Yeah. He did very well. He acted that very well. But 100% that whole time, I was just like, you don't need, you don't need this Buddhist temple. You need to find someone to talk to. To find Jesus. (laughs) You're not even a monk, man. Right. Stop burning your head. You're literally forcing yourself on these people. You're not going by their traditions. You're not going by their ceremonies. You're basically... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I do you know what? I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Like there should have been he should have gone into that temple and even if he did all that, shaved off his own hair and put the incense on his head and burnt himself and it shows him as this brash uh uh, uh warrior type who's just hard-headed and stubborn. There should be a point in this film where he redeems himself and he becomes this calm Buddhist monk and he never does. I would have been okay with that if that was like, if that moment was like a breakdown, like I have nothing else. I have nowhere to go. Yeah. Please let me in here. Please let me accept me. Please let me learn. Please let me, let this be a place of refuge. Can I get a two? (laughs) Hold on. Number two coming up. I completely agree. Right. But that's not how they played it. And that's no. not what happened. If he I need to, hold on, I need to turn the volume up on my samples. And his head. <laughs> right. And then right after that, yeah, he came to like this, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> this realization 
And that he was right. like, you know, I have to give myself over to right. Buddha. Or yeah. Right. Yeah. Peace. Or, yeah. I, I don't know what I w- happened. I wonder if this film was just totally rushed and that's that's why that just didn't work. Yeah, um, so. Because I, I'm now that I'm thinking about it, I'm beginning to agree. Like, I, th- I still think the film's good, um, but I'm beginning to see that the film is ultimately, like, pretty fucking flaws. flawed. Yeah. Um, what did you think? I'd like to I'd like to genuinely know this actually. What did you two think of the wooden walls? Do you do you give them a thumbs up or do you give them They're a thumbs okay. down? At first, I was just like, "What are what are what's this about?" But then, especially when they got used later in the fight, and and especially when it's they great. were yeah, it's when great. um when they were fighting each other. Uh, that bit when that when he's trying to hit the wolf and Philip Coe, which is the abbot, is like yeah. using the yeah, wolf yeah, to yeah. fight. Yeah, I like that. Ooh, I thought that baby. was cool. Hold I thought on. that was very cool. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah buddy. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna lose about hundred uh, listeners. I hope I <laughs> hope they don't hate this. <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, lean lean away from the uh, uh, the sound bites for a bit. Um, yeah, the wooden wolves. I, I think I actually said in my notes. While they look a bit silly, they yeah. kind of make sense. It's a really I interesting yeah. test of skill. I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. You know, this is me overthinking it, but uh, he's like, you know what? You have to kill the wolves and send a message. And he's like, no, we're just gonna knock all their teeth out, so they'll leave us alone. I was like, then the wolf will die. Yeah. Because yeah, how's it eat food to now? Eat? Yeah, yeah. Or he, defend itself against. He acts, or defend itself against other predators. He acts like uh, you knock the wolves' teeth out and then they grow back. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's not how uh, wolf science works. Right. Yeah, I have a d- uh, PhD in wolf science. Actually. As does Devin, because she can tell the difference between a wolf howl and yeah. a werewolf howl. That's right. So that's right. Yeah. We can't tell the difference, but she can. I cannot tell the difference. It's- there's it's a, very subtle. There's a distinct little pitch. Yeah. In between the two. Yeah. Um. There's a character in this film that Joe. I had fuck it, let's, Let me just address this. I had problems with these subtitles. I really did. There was a lot of confusing words, um, and they they seemed overly um um. I'm not not pretentious, but overly wordy at time they used the word encroach at one point and it, you know and the encroach isn't exactly a, a a tough word but it's just like why are you using encroach also what's the one word that they call everyone everyone in this film's a benefactor oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone hey benefactor hey, they, hey oh, yeah. you're a benefactor yeah. you're a benefactor benefactor please help me when the poor abbot is getting, being yeah. attacked i don't know why everyone's a benefactor and then the fucking bad guy who's Who's very? It's very confusing because he's called Pan May. Yeah. The girl's called Pan May. Yeah. Or Pan May. Yeah. And then Pai May, we've seen in other films. I, I wanted to know who Pan May was for so long. So he's the bad guy. He was right. Yeah. And what do they call him throughout this film, Devin? Do you remember what's the slur that they use for him? Uh oh. Fucking viper. Oh yeah. They you, call you him treacherous a viper. Treacherous viper. But like nine people say it. That's yeah. a pretty dope. Treacherous viper. Oh, someone call me the viper. Honestly, <laughs> if someone, if someone, like accidentally took one of my DVDs home or something, and then called me and was just like, "Oh, I borrowed a DVD," I'd be like, "You treacherous viper." <laughs> I'd be. Yeah, that's a good one. That's definitely a good one. But some of the subtitles uh, in the new version are, yeah, not. Not the greatest. Uh, I'm not saying I'd prefer it dubbed, but just, I don't know. They're too wordy. They're too wordy. Maybe. Benefactor. <laughs> All right. So now we're at the point where... We're getting through it. We're we, getting to the final fight. We, so we the get, sister... The, 
Bingo. Yeah. So the sister um, uh, tries to go to the temple to see to see uh, Gordon Liu um, as a man somehow. A beautiful, beautiful yes, man. Yeah, I don't understand how she was supposed I, to be. Uh, she, yeah, she hides in hides in oh, garbage. No, no. <laughs> Did it? Oh, jeez. Hey, we gonna go. lose everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I didn't. I don't understand how anyone was supposed to take her as a man. But whatever. So she ends up at this inn, randomly starts fighting some dudes. I didn't understand what that was about, and why they, they started. They I guess. thought she was stealing Jade from the Yang. Oh right, okay, family. right, 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 right. And okay. then when she sees that he has her father's weapon, right. she kicks off because she's like, "How dare you have that weapon?" Right. And but that fighter, by out... the way, is Yoon Tak, who's fantastic. He's a really, really good. Uh, Hong Kong martial artist. So it turns out these are cool people. So she hangs with them, but like the bad guys catch up with them and takes her hostage. And did you like that fight between him and her? Yeah. When he has the gold blade thing and she has her sword. Yeah. It's great. It's a great fight. She's fantastic. So they take her hostage and then send that guy off to like tell to the temple to tell Gordon Liu like, Hey, we got your sister. Yeah. Come here. And so they can set a trap for them and try to catch Gordon Liu. And that oh, by the way, the, final fight. the the speaking of the other fight when Gordon Liu fights the other monk Philip Ko uh, or the abbot, and they're doing all. I, I I can't stress how good that fight is. I know you might not like staffs and poles, but that fight in this that film, was good. It blew my socks off. It's flawless. that was very very and good. Do you know what the coolest bit is? Not just the yin yang bit. It's his last move when he swings the pole around and puts out all the candles. Yeah. <gasps> thing of beauty i would honestly say that fight scene is i've said it i said it's the best stuff it's one of the best weapons fights of of all time it doesn't quite beat sammo hung and lao car wing in uh odd couple but it's a good good weapons fight i'm into it and then the final showdown rolls around i There's thought a... it was a little too long too long i thought it was a little too long yeah oh Your yeah mother's okay. too long <clears throat> also why are there coffins in an inn yeah, what was that about? Well, it happens in a lot of kung fu films where like travelers that are taking bodies to places stop off and like leave the the body there while they take a room for the night. Ooh. Don't know why there's twelve coffins though. Not sure. <laughs> Not sure. Um, I don't think that the fight's too long, but I do have a major criticism of the final fight scene. It's too chaotic. There's yeah. too many sticks and staffs and poles. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's why by that time I was just like, I'm done. With you're all trying these. to watch Gordon Liu what he's doing, and there's like three people in front of him swinging sticks around, and you're just like, uh, you're trying to work out what's going on. I think it's great, and I think there are amazing moments in it, but I would just like him to just wind it in a little bit. I think it's just a little too hectic for me. Um, but that's because, you know, I'm a fan of just like the one-on-one or, or even like two-on-one fights uh, where it's crisp and you see everything on screen and everything looks great. This was just a little too all over too the place. Too many Shapes. Yeah. That's it, baby. That's the word. Throw those shapes, you viper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that's it. Shapes. Yeah. I'm all about the shapes and even weapon shapes I'm a big fan of. But, uh, yeah, I... I I like the final fight scene, and I think it has, again, I think it has some fantastic moments, and the choreography is fucking genius, but it's too, the filming of it is too frantic. It's too much going on. Um, how did you feel about, oh, go on, Cyrus. I really liked when the monk was like, he's like, what are you doing? You're breaking your code. He's like, 
We're fighting off wolves, homie. That's These right. are some wolves right here. Yep, that's right. He's, yeah. He just, yeah, he's he's not breaking any kind of code. And then all those teeth just say goodbye. <laughs> that's what I was going to oh bring up. Oh, my Lord. How did you feel about that? I thought once it was too or, much. Yeah, once or twice, fine. But, yeah, like, just nonstop. And then, and then the the worst part about it, did no, you guys. I was going to say the same thing. Did you guys hear it? You heard it, it seems. Cyrus, did you hear it? At one point, at, with one dude where they ripped out his teeth there was like a horribly disturbing like whiny like baby crying noise whoa oh i didn't did you hear, not that. hear th- that's I didn't what hear i thought oh i wasn't talking did about you that. not hear that no oh it was awful it was like this weird yeah like baby like crying noise this guy after his teeth and his you know his hands are over his mouth really and, yeah I didn't hear it that. was disturbing i was on board with all the teeth getting knocked out until the Shaolin monk does the head bit, head bit oh. and they get stuck in his head. Yeah, and was... I get it; it's comical. There's a bit of a bit of comedy there to break up the the insanity of the fight. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. Very silly. Uh, yeah, uh, was... not the biggest fan. Um, yeah. And I like goofy Hong Kong comedy, but yeah, not. Didn't and it genuinely took that. me a second because I was just like, "Why do they keep ripping out these dudes' teeth?" But then I was like, "Oh yeah, with the wolves. The wolves. So that, yeah, the that's wolves. what they're doing. Yeah, um, yeah. The final fight rolls around, and I, I think I." <laughs> It's it's fine. Yeah. That's why I say this movie's good because, uh, and by that I mean just good and not very good, because save for the Abbott versus Gordon Liu fight, the action is good, but it doesn't blow me great, away. Yeah. I think uh, even the Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin had better action than this, and that's uh, six years prior to this. So the first fight scene was pretty cool. Which was the first? What the very all first the, opening? All the brothers. Just the brothers. Yeah, and I felt like that was even less chaotic than the than the ending, and that had a lot going on as well. Yeah, but it was pretty fixed camera, and they also uh, singled people out. This is what's going on with this guy. This is what's going on with this guy. But at the end, they're just like, oh, let's put everyone on screen, and it's just yeah, yeah. Eight Dark and Fire. I honestly, also, I want to like it more than I do. What's the eight diagram? Yeah. Well, what's is that eight? the thing he was doing? Like the thing that he you're created? Asking me the, you're asking me the tough questions now. I assume so. I assume eight so. Eight diagram, like eight <laughs> angles of <laughs> attack or something? I honestly don't know. I, I don't even know if that's the direct Chinese translation. I, I, I really don't know. I don't know. Um, but they never bring it up. They never say it's an eight diagram style. You know, it should have been called seven Yang pole fighters. It should be the uh, the uh, the slapping water technique. <laughs> slapping that's water. That's what he does early on. He's just slapping water, water. Just slapping it. I'm at peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we got through that film pretty quickly, I think. Uh, oh, oh not not too quickly. What? what did he say at the end? Oh. Best line yeah. in the movie. Oh, what was the best line? What does he say? Because I was just like, at the end, yeah, he's like, he's not going to the temple. He's not going home. He's just going to fuck off. He accomplished his goal. He got his revenge. He met up with his sister who's worried about him yeah he leaves and he goes i have no home now he just walks away just walks away yeah he's just a just a wandering monk um not even a monk not even a monk yeah Yeah. just a guy dressed like a monk he's just a dude yeah yeah um do you think he like graduated to monk when he beat the monk in a way interesting kind of yes. or like some, him or so, yeah cloth. or does that make him like a master or like an ad i think it's both i think the both they're interchangeable okay. i think in, in the context of this film i think he's a monk master he's a warrior monk he's whatever yeah okay um yeah i think this was an interesting film to watch and i must admit i'm kind of sorry to say this but 
I kind of regret that we watched this one. Not because it's not good in my eyes. It doesn't have... It's not better than good. It's like... I usually like when we watch films that are either like dog shit (laughs) or or we have more to talk about or... I mean, we talked a lot about this. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I, I guess... It's, me, it's lukewarm. Yeah. Either you want it boiling yeah, hot or freezing yeah. cold. Yeah, or, or I don't even I don't even mind warm or even like a little bit cold, but just lukewarm. Just yeah, one hundred percent. I would take any of uh, the other Gordon Liu films that we've. This watched film is over tofu. This. Like I'll have, I'll have it. <laughs> It'll my, fill you up. I'll have it in my hot and sour soup, but I ain't loving it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I kind of wish. Maybe that I'd chosen another one, another Shaw Brothers Gordon. No, it's okay. One. You said it was like number one on some list, which I highly, highly oh, disagree about. You, you put <laughs> this put this question out there to Kung Fu Cinema fans, like what's say like the top ten Shaw Brothers movies. I would say this is in most people's top five. I'm sorry, this is far too disjointed and just. I'm beginning to feel that yeah. way. I'm beginning to feel that you way. Know, so. the, a random thing I remembered mm. is. Not even in just this movie, I don't think. Maybe it's a Shaw Brothers thing. Maybe it's a Kung Fu movie thing. Yeah. But everyone in like a higher position tells people to do things for them that they could just do so easily. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. The, the mom is like, tell him to leave. And they're like, you got to go. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you j- Joe, just I, tell him to leave. I thought it was so funny as well. There's a, there's a great moment where all the bad guys kind of barge into the Yang family's house. And they, they don't kick open the door, but they're banging on the door, bang, bang, bang. And then they come on in and they're like, we're going to search your house. We're going to search your property. We know you're hiding someone. And the mum just goes, we're in mourning. And they go, all right, see you later. We'll come back tomorrow. What's, <laughs> with, the, what's with the staff? The, the, the gold the thing? Head yeah, because she kept like waving it in front of that dude. Like this, you know, basically it, like. Family crest. I think okay. it was a family crest. Oh, it, dude. It, this it is almost... so great that we watch two different subs and dubs. Oh, why? It's a, like a memento from the emperor. Okay, because like, the way she we was didn't get that. because yeah. the way she was putting it in his face, it was it, it gave me the impression that because she had it, that meant that he couldn't just like but, you know yeah, that, yeah. that he could't just do what he wanted up in her house. Fellas, that she had to listen. That fellas, he had to listen to her. Don't let a lady put a dragon in your face. <laughs> it's the last thing, last she thing was good to too. Yeah, she was great. She's amazing, Lily Lee. I swear. Uh, I feel like I'm trying to sell product on here, but I'm not. <laughs> but they're releasing The Young Master um, soon, which is my favorite Jackie Chan film, a special edition Blu-ray of it. And she's in that. She's amazing. She fights Jackie in that, and it's it's sweet. She's really, really good. Lily Lee. Yeah. I think her real name is something like Lily Lee 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 Lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's something like that. Um, do you want to get on to listener questions? Yeah. Because we've... we've spoken enough about that i think we have apparently we have a lot of listener questions so i'm gonna quickly yeah we do i'm gonna quickly go over uh two of them um really quickly okay because uh jason calhoun basically sent me um uh question for the podcast relating to it shifting to gordon as the star and the final edit do you think the film would have been better or worse had uh, fusheng not died I think we've answered that. I think it's worse. I think I think it would have been better if Fusheng had survived because it sounds like it would be more coherent and it would make more sense. So even though I don't love Fusheng and I don't love him in leading roles, I think the film itself would have been a bit better. And then Mr. Ooh, Mr. Cha Shao Bao, I believe, on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry if I got that wrong. Uh, how well do you think Lao Kar Long and the script writers handled altering the script due to the passing of Fu Sheng? Not, Not very well. Very. Yeah, 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 yeah. No good. If they were hit it if they had like time constraints, and so they just tried to like rush it out. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, 
So we got through those two pretty quick, and I think we answered them within <clears throat> our chat about the film. So uh, Martial Arts Film Freak, uh, go and follow him on Instagram. Go and follow him on YouTube. He uh, puts up some great videos about uh, sometimes, like, for, he, basically what we do. He watches films for the first time, and he gives them reviews. It's pretty good stuff. And he gave us a question each. Whoa. So, okay. Devin, Ooh. now that Devin is officially a Scott Adkins fan, she must be asked what every Adkins fan asks. What boring Hollywood action movie would be better with Scott Adkins in it? What boring Hollywood act like something that's already come out? No, if you have something else in mind, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just I'm just I, I was asking for clarification. No, okay. Anything. So I was just okay, so I was just uh, so I'll go with what's something uh that's already come out. Go so on. like if Scott Atkins was in it, would it be better? And I think we've touched on this already before. I really don't think I'm just going to, I'm going to, Ooh, no, I got it now. Jesus, Sorry. She just scared the hell out of me with that. Go on. Cause originally I was going to say Batman, but I changed my mind after a discussion that we had. I remembered bond. Atkins for bond. Yes. All right. Do you think he has the acting chops? I do. Him okay. not oh. being American, not putting on an American accent. Yeah. Him like being like accident man. I think he's charming as fucking accident man. Um, and Avengement, he's great. Avengement's his best well, role. Yeah, he's yeah. Nuts Aven- yeah, but I mean like. But oh, you mean Bond like? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So one hundred percent. And you don't need too much chops to be Bond. Just to squint and look cool just and be cool, have, isn't it? Just yeah. Yeah, and smooth. then of course he can. But then I think, and then he would bring a whole new element to like fight scene. Can I can I ask an honest question that I haven't asked you before now, and I'm gonna put you uh, on the spot? Oh God! Do you kind of like Scott Adkins because he's fairly attractive as well? Well, yeah, he's a handsome dude. You disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I always think that I, I like Scott Adkins is he's a very handsome man. Absolutely, I'm sure for ladies out there, for straight ladies out there, he's uh, he's something to look at. Seeing that man in tight jeans kick people in the face whew, gets me on <laughs> hot under the car. car, car Fuck! Get me, get, <laughs> I can't even speak. I'm that aroused. Getting you wet down there. <laughs> get, get, I almost put that. Um, yeah, uh, Cyrus, you have a question. I'm nervous. Um, yours is not quite about movies. Cool. I'm mm. less nervous. What is your wintertime equivalent to standing naked in front of a fan? Wintertime. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Same thing. I'm hot. I run really? hot. <laughs> you run really? hot. I get out of that shower, baby boy. My butt is already sweating. <laughs> oh. I need about 45 minutes in front of that sucker. Really? really? And I put one leg up and I turn my TV on. <laughs> I'm a hot little <laughs> potato. Oh, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right now, my butt. Uh, really? Do, yep. do you know what? It's, it's warm in here. I'm pretty yeah, warm. Yeah, we have. It wouldn't matter. <laughs> okay. okay. Open the windows. Same thing. Oh, my okay. hands are sweating. All right. So it's fan all year round. Recently, yeah. Okay, it's a okay. it's a new new development. <laughs> <laughs> We're still looking at the evidence. We're still working on it. Yeah. Um, Sean, what is your favorite and least favorite Thanksgiving food? And are any typical Thanksgiving foods super uncommon in the UK? That would be yes to the latter. So I'm going to come out and say, it. Thanksgiving food. There's two things that are complete trashola. If you get one of the ones I get, high five. First one is, I don't. I think I think you can kind of chop and change between these two. So I'm saying both because they're both similar. Oh yeah, I know what you're gonna say. If you're eating sweet potatoes or if you're eating yams, go ahead and shove them up your butthole. 
Because those are so fucking gross. I'm going to make you try them again. Don't want to eat your yams. <laughs> don't want to eat your sweet potatoes. Keep them to yourself. So wrong. They're fucking so gross. Delicious. The second one is motherfucking cranberry sauce. Fuck yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> you Disgusting. When it comes out in the out of a can and it's just a sloppy tube of purple muck, I don't want it. Sour goop. Don't that want it. shit out of you. It's I don't good. want it. No. <laughs> I've never had fresh cranberry sauce. I've always just had that canned oh, like jelly. It's <laughs> so it's bad. Good. It looks I like, like it. The canned cranberry sauce looks like a flashlight before anyone's <laughs> kind of carved a vagina into it. You know what I mean? It's right, kind of, okay. It's kind of wobbly. You, basically, right. you could fuck a can of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to Why say. do you think I buy them? Yeah, I don't exactly. need them. Exactly. You can stick you, your dick in a can of cranberry it's sauce. It's weird, but it's it's that stuff is delish. No, I'm against sweet potatoes and I'm against cranberry sauce. It's really bad. Um, everything else I think I'm okay with. Turkey, potatoes. Um, turkeys is turkey's fine. It's stuff dry if you don't get cheese. it right. Um, I will say that oh, I've had so good. good and bad green bean casserole. Never had that shit. I've never had one. Never had that shit. Okay. Um, I've had good and bad. The good, yum, yum, yum. Nomma, nomma, nomma. Yumma, 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 yumma. And the bad. <laughs> What's in it? Green beans. And? And what else? Casserole. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I think there's like, uh, from like pictures of it, there's like fried like little oniony things yep. on top. Yeah. And it looks like there's some creamy business happening in oh, there. Creamy. I've never, never, ever, ever had green bean casserole. I still don't never, know what's my, in it grandparents never made it i can't tell you it, it looks it. like a it looks like do you know what a tuna bake is that's a casserole tuna yeah casserole <laughs> it's like that with green beans yeah so it's like green beans <laughs> <Still don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> it's green beans and there's some sort of like some creaminess some sort going of there's creamy, definitely some creaminess creamy going on maybe stuff that's happening cream. or yeah i don't uh, know something it yeah. could be gravy creamy I, don't beige. Know. I don't know yeah something beige it's definitely beige it's yeah. not bailey's though yeah um, so that's my answer to that. Sweet potatoes and, and, and uh, cranberry sauce, I'm not down with. So wrong. Um, I think sweet potatoes could grow on you if you give it some time. I'm going to make it. I'm, I'm not a big fan them. myself, I'm gonna make but it, they grew on me. Again. I don't know. I'm not. So good. Uh, is there a such thing as sweet potato pie? Yeah. Yep. I've, I've never tried that. I tried. I don't, I'm not a pie boy. I, I had pumpkin pie yesterday for the first time. It's yeah. delicious. That's the best pie. You know what I mean? A lot of at the moment. What? Bananas. He discovered, yeah, after oh, all right. these, yeah, 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 literally yeah. all these years, ever since I've known Sean, I haven't eaten bananas for 38 told, yeah, years. He's told me that he hates, hates bananas. Them. And I think you hate banana flavoring. No. No. That the was, opposite. It's the opposite. I love banana flavored stuff. He oh. would eat like banana flavored yogurt, but he wouldn't eat an actual banana. And finally, I'm on a banana like, day last now. week. Good. <laughs> last week, he finally decided like, let me, let me try this let me actually see if i like it or not and that'll yeah. help with the <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> number two and i'm not talking about the buttons <laughs> oh no yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, yeah i'm gonna make you try sweet bananas potatoes, is yeah. really good we got some organic bananas today and they're uh they're um lexington steel size they're they're big boys <laughs> and uh delicious it's like they're made for us they're dead i hate saying this because it's such a cliche and everyone says it they are nature's candy bar <laughs> mm -hmm. they're just sweet delicious goodness they're in, in a bag for us already yeah, yeah they're in a little <laughs> self-made fleshy bag <laughs> as my nuts are as well um and yeah they're just great 
they just you 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 eat them up, you throw away the skin. I'm teaching people how to eat banana. <laughs> I feel like a fucking moron. But I'm new to bananas. This is new. There's something satisfying about peeling that skin back. Oh, don't like the way I said that. You know, but you're actually supposed to do it from the bottom. Yep. I don't, because that's a lunatic would do that. Excuse. The, you know the, the top thing is, where it connects to the yeah. bunch or whatever. Yeah, the little knobbly end. The end you're supposed to. Hold. That's what everyone does. But the bottom, you can just like whoop, really easily like. Well, Never knew that. I know what yeah, I'll be trying yeah. tomorrow. That's how uh, chimps do it. Yeah. Well, I'll be casting some banana magic tomorrow. <laughs> uh, looking forward to that. Anyway, uh, cranberry sauce. Gash. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of gash, cranberry sauce. Um, okay, uh, Keep Forward Productions, uh, a very cool guy who makes his own little short martial arts films on Instagram. I, I think he's on YouTube. Um, I'm pretty sure he's on youtube uh keep forward productions go ahead give him a search give him a follow he makes some good stuff and he says have you ever thought about directing martial arts film uh who would be your lead in it uh could be anyone dead or alive well the first question is um in my dreams when i close my eyes uh i would love to direct a martial arts short film in reality i have no knowledge of how to make a film i don't know camera angles i don't know let's say you do Say so you know that stuff. Oh, I'd be all over it. All over it. I'd be making them non-stop. Oh, if I could make a feature length with any person I want. Yeah, and then what he asked? Oh. Mm. Would it, is, oh, dead or alive, he said. So I would like to make a film with a young... Damn. I want to say Jackie, but Jackie's got his own shit, his own style. Probably a young Yoon Biao, uh, because he's oh. so well-rounded. Uh, acrobatics. That's a good choice. Shapes. He can do modern kickboxing stuff. Uh, Yoon Biao, I just really, really respect more than most, because he could just, like I said, he could do anything. Sammo um, Hung? Sammo Hung's my idol. Sammo Hung, I love, but like... I feel like you'd be too afraid. Yes, exactly that. Exactly yeah, that's that. Why I knew the he guy just seems not that Yoon Biao doesn't know what to do, but Samo Hung choreographs and directs and acts, and he just knows it all. Um, but I would love to, I, like, if I had enough time and enough energy and enough money, I would love to go to some kind of film class and learn how to make a short film. Um, actually, I'll give them a shout out on the podcast since they are listeners. Uh, there's a group of short filmmakers and long filmmakers. They've made a feature length film called uh, Art School Dropouts. And they actually have a video out there now that actually teaches you how to shoot a um, fight scene. And again, they do not... The, this isn't a paid promotion. I just, I'm just i saying this because I love them to bits. They're really, really nice people. And they have a sale on, uh, on their course on how to uh, shoot a fight scene at the moment uh so go and check out their stuff i they think they also sh- have a pretty sweet hoodie they do have a sweet hoodie i did buy one of their hoodies uh, they have loads of good hoodies their their merch is out there um again I, I feel like i'm selling things but i'm i'm not trying to they're just really good people um if you join their patreon uh, art school dropouts patreon you will get access to a discard a discard a discord server and you will get to talk to me because i am on that discord server so if you want to come and talk to me about kung fu movies Become a five dollar patron or patron, and uh, we can chat it up. But those guys, yeah, they uh, they just have the knowledge, and they've got a nice little video uh, that teaches you how to do it. And I'm tempted to buy it myself, but I don't have any equipment to shoot short films with, so maybe it's pointless. But if you are interested in making short films, definitely give them a look. Uh, ArtSchoolDropouts.com. And anyway, enough about that. 
follow me on Instagram. I'll, t- I'll teach you everything you want to know. <laughs> um, uh, an anonymous person uh, asked me, and this is really interesting, actually. Uh, will you ever do an episode on a Cat 3 movie? Um, what is that? Yeah, I knew you were going <clears> to <throat> ask. So, long story short, Cat 3 movies are chi- Hong Kong exploitation films. So, they can be kung fu movies, but a lot of them are like erotic action movies or they're extremely bloody and extremely gory. I just watched The Untold Story yesterday. That's a Cat 3 movie. And that had like a guy killing an entire family with a butcher's knife. It was very gory. It's got rape scenes in it. Um, but a lot of it's very erotic. It's like, it's so hard to explain. It's like softcore porn, but with kung fu. And with like comedy in it as well. Um, Did it! Hey. There you go. Um, a lot of that going on. And I honestly, if if I knew that Devin wouldn't look down on me, I would have a massive collection of Cat 3 films. Because I love them. I love them. Not for the boobs and not for the fannies. It's it's not it's not all about that. It's they're just they're some of them are beautiful, like very well-made movies, and they're just funny and fun and silly. And and um there's for example, there's a film called Erotic Ghost Story. Um, that just came out on Blu-ray in Hong Kong, and I'm so tempted to buy it. Uh, but yeah, Cafe Films, just lots of... I can't, there's no equivalent in the UK. Uh, UK, US. I forgot where I was for a second. Uh, in the US, there's no equivalent, because we don't... We don't Cyrus, really... how do you feel about that? About watching them? Yeah. Oh, I'd do it. Why not? Yeah, there's like a famous one called Sex and Zen, um... And basically what happens is a guy, I think this is in Sex and Zen, I can't remember, but he, I think he gets his dick chopped off in it and uh, they replace it with a horse dick instead. <laughs> and he's got a big old horse, an actual horse's dick. And uh, it goes about uh, showing you his uh, his ventures with his, with his big horse How dick. How graphic is that? In one part, the horse dick comes off, it spins in the air, you see it in the air, and then it lands in a man's mouth. Real, uh, real wiener. No, it's obviously a prosthetic. Okay. It's not real. Oh no. dear. Um, yeah. But it's that. It's that kind of humor. It's very toilet humor. But they're great. But if I was going to find a Cat Three film for us to watch, I would choose something like maybe Naked Killer. Uh, something that's like action, but with some erotic elements to it. But you know, it's not like it's not like hardcore porn. You don't see. Anyway, I'll stop talking about this. Um, the answer to your question is... I'm just not sure if I would like it because it sounds too ridiculous. You you probably wouldn't like it. And I think um, I think you have a more sensitive disposition when it comes to like... More sticks. I'm not, yeah, I'm not calling you a prude or anything, but I think um, maybe the sexual elements just aren't your thing. Maybe. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I would love to do it. I would love to do a Cat 3 film, and maybe I can find one that would suit us. Um, but they all have very silly names. Yeah, like a, a Chinese torture chamber story, raped by an angel. Yeah, yeah. There's some interesting ones out there. Is that a play on Saved by an Angel? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there is a film. I'll tell you this, right? There's a film, if I remember this rightly, um... I think it's raped by an angel. Um, the whole premise is there's a rapist, obviously, in the film. And I think there's a police officer who teams up with a woman. And their whole goal in the film, I think this is raped by an angel, 
is to get the rapist to rape a woman that has AIDS. No thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna take a hard pass. I'm pretty on sure that. that's the plot of the film. I think that's that film. Hard pass. Um, yeah, yeah. We. I, I don't. I don't think I'd make you watch that one. I think that's a bit too extreme. Uh, but that's one of the more exploitational ones, more like hardcore offensive ones the other ones are just like silly softcore porn anyway enough about cat free films uh but yes i would love to do one um so there's a question from rama to to uh finish off the uh, listener questions so for the gang how well do you think you would do if you were in the big brother house would you be the first out would you be the winner or would you be climbing over the fence to freedom escorted from the premises for being a twat (laughs) By the way, you're not all in the same house. So, Do you never know what watched. Brother is, I know what it is, but never watched Do it. Do you just have to stay in a house? Yes, sir. That's it? Yes, sir. Okay. For how long? Uh, I think it's something crazy like 3 months or something. How do people get how do people get out of there? You get voted out. If people don't like you, you get voted uh, out. So, do you, okay, so it's a popularity contest. Yes. Are, are the votes mandatory? Like, we have one vote a week? Yes. You have to vote someone. and then Survivor. The, and then the general public votes on who gets kicked out. So they vote, and it's between me and you, and then the general public votes which uh, one of those gets kicked out. So the housemates pick two, yeah. and then the public picks one. Yeah. Hmm. My question, basically the question is, how long do you think, do you think you'd get along with people in that you don't know for a few months? So here's the thing. No TV, no phone, no, TV? no computers, no TV. Oh, there's no TV in this No, place? there's nothing. Oh, I would get arrested for murder. <laughs> um, no, no phone, no laptops, That's no a nothing. whole different ballgame. Oh, really? No m- media. Because no they media. want people to get fucking angry. Oh, yeah. Be forced and then, to talk. Obvi- and yeah. then uh, yeah, and then, yeah, if, what type of fun is that if you're just sitting there watching someone watching TV? I was just like, but if I could at least have my phone, so I could at least, and no. it's not even about social media, just to listen to music. They give you games to play. They give you, they'll like give you a challenge, a daily challenge where you'll have to do something. But otherwise, you're just sat around. They give you alcohol as well if that's your thing. But otherwise, you're just sat around chatting to a bunch of people that you don't know. Oh no! How long? Do you oh, I don't. Yeah. I have a bad feeling for Devin. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow, Why that's me? interesting. What makes you Wait. say no, that? No, no, no. Not like people are gonna kick you out, but just like. I'll lose I my think patience. people upset you easily, like if they do something like. Really? Yeah, I think you can't stomach some people. I'm relatively. On your, on your birthday, you went and got a massage and ate ice cream by yourself. You could well, be in a house different. for three months with all these crazy people. <laughs> different. This is my birthday. I wanted to treat myself <laughs> to a relaxing day. But yeah, I relative. I am genuinely like you know an even keeled person. It takes a lot for me to like flip out on someone. However, the benefit is, and this is what I was thinking initially, if someone's getting on my nerves or if there's people that I don't want to deal with, I just throw my headphones in and just listen to music and just ignore them. That would be my, so my strategy, if there's someone who's annoying, I would avoid them. But you can't avoid them. Right. Or, well, sure I can. I can just not talk to them. That's not avoiding someone. If they're talking at you, you just sat there. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to say anything to you. Okay, fine. So, yeah. I mean, you could go into another not. room, technically, right, yeah. but they could. It's a small I'm house. Like, it's not a big house. Yeah. I'm not saying you'd be out first. I'm saying you would get annoyed pretty easily. I yeah. think. Yeah. I. Th- I don't think. Yeah, but I think people seem to like me. So. Oh, you. <laughs> people seem to like me, and so I feel like 
Yes. I, hmm. My struggle would be if I have nothing to, nothing that brings me peace in this house, I feel like my biggest problem would be me not being able to have something to, to center myself. And that one thing, even I don't even care about TV. It would have to be music. I would have to be able to listen to music. None of that. So I don't know how long I would last. You get to go in a diary room by yourself and then talk about your day and get your frustrations out. I'd be like, oh, Billy was being a bellend. Maybe a month. You reckon you'd last a month? I'll be honest. I'm going to be conservative and say a month. I think I would be the third person voted out of the house. I just think I'd annoy people. Like, I'm not saying I have a very specific sense of humor. But, well, I kind of do. But I talk too much. I talk about movies and stuff too much. I would annoy the shit out of people. I'm not well, like, I'm not, I'm not well read and I'm not, I don't know about the world. I don't know about life very well. I don't know how to uh, balance a checkbook. So I, I, and I don't care about the weather and I don't care about your, your trip but no, to Mongolia. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, we're talking big. about, we're talking about Big Brother. I feel like the three of us were re- we're relatively oh. normal people. As long as there's like people who are obnoxious as fuck, I think we'd be okay. I think the problem is halfway through a conversation, they'd be talking about their 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 mother who uh, came from Greece and moved over to New York, and I'd be like, "Yeah, Betty." <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, "What?" And I think uh, I think I, inevitably in those shows, there's like you know, of course you have your characters. You have someone who's like, yeah. you know, a dude who's just a boisterous like asshole and then probably some like obnoxious like annoying chick and there's a famous as long as those are like stereotypical like types of people i feel like we're like the, we'd be the normals <laughs> the, so... there's a lot of, or they used to be when i used to live in the uk and we're watch, like the watch... neutral people who like are kind of okay everyone's okay with us <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so we just fall in the middle yeah and go like unnoticed for a time i i guess i I just I don't I didn't see I wouldn't see myself staying on like the whole time. I'm not I'm fine. I can get along with people and I'm friendly and I'm courteous and I yeah. can laugh and make people laugh most of the time. But I think that only lasts for so long and then I think people would not I wouldn't lose interest in people and get like shitty with people. I think people would get bored of me pretty easy. I think I feel like I, I don't would agree yeah, with that. So. Yeah. No, I but just, I, f- I I feel like I would I'm the complete annoyed. opposite. I think I would get bored with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instantly. Especially, yeah, being stuck in a I house. Guess it's hard I'm to a say, neat person. Because you don't know what kind of people are there. Yeah, I'm a neat person, and I believe in being, especially if you're living with people, being courteous of people around you. And I feel like after a certain period of time, if I'm like around a bunch of inconsiderate people, it, I would snap. Especially like dishes and. Yeah, clean I up would. And... Yeah, and oh, I would give a fuck about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know you don't. I do though. I think the challenge is I, I'd be. I'm all. I I have terrible physical ability of things. Like you know, I, I. They're in a house. What type of physical challenge? There's like a little garden, and they'll go out and have you like run. I, I don't know, like balance an egg on a spoon or something. Oh. And you know what my hands are like? I'm an absolute. I have the touch of a pedophile. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even I understand. What that I, don't, means. I don't know what that means either. But I'm I'm terrible. Like I, I can't catch things. Like I'm not very good at catching. I'm not really good at throwing. You're I'm not, good at catching. What are you talking about? You can 
catch these hands. Catch these hands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not very good. At, I'm just not very good at physical exertion. Really, well, that shit doesn't. But yeah. you know, but it's that wouldn't get me out of there. It'd 100 percent be the people. I. I mean, to answer the question, I just. I don't think any of us would last the whole way, but I don't think any of us would be voted off first. No. And I think if one of us was going to be the one who jumped over the fence and ran to their own freedom, I think it secretly would be Devin. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's either that Devin would either jump yeah, over the you fence. Know what? I think so because Devin is obviously very, very nice, and I think she could keep it in for a long time. But when it's just enough, she's when gonna I, tell you. Yeah, I think that I snap, there I'll might snap. even be a point where she like threatens someone with a knife, and then someone has to come in and forcibly take her out. Right. <laughs> Like, she won't actually harm anyone, but she'll be like, if you do that again and point a knife yeah. at her. It's just very, like, quietly. Yeah, if you exactly. do that again. If you leave one more spoon in the sink with, like, a large kitchen knife, and then they're like, oh, we have to take her out now. She can't be doing that. Sadly, yeah, that's probably... Yeah, I think so. I think you know so. What? Well, I don't snap. I just keep bottle everything out forever. Yeah, yeah, I'm a bit of a bottler myself. So, like, at work, at my job, I hated every day... Yeah. And whenever I would speak to someone, I would speak as almost like a character. I have to be professional, Cyrus. Yeah. Say what they want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. Don't be funny because that might get you in trouble. So I'd say stupid jokes. <laughs> oh, it's like <laughs> prison. So I think I'm trained enough to pretend like I'm having a nice time with everybody. But see, that's where the meat. See that for me, I would. That's what my outlets are for. I would need my music. I would need something to yeah. calm me down. Oh, if I don't course, have any of, of that, well, that's then, that's the that's then, yeah. the aim of the show, right. isn't it? It's yeah. to take those things away from you and see how you last. Yeah, I'm um, sorry, but if yeah, if I walk into a room and there's like shit and trash and garbage everywhere in a disgusting kitchen, and if I have to deal with that for days on end. I'm gonna lose it. That's really interesting. How you have the yin and yang, like the shitheads and the really nice people. Yeah. Because two people get selected, but the audience is like, "I want the shitty guy because he's exciting." That's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens. Uh, there's a famous boxer who's like an absolute. He's just a dick called Chris Eubank. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Eubank. And he, he was, was on that. He was in the Celebrity Big Brother house in the UK, and they kept him in because he was just a dick and annoyed everyone. Ugh. Did he win? I don't think he won. I don't think he that, won. That's, there's a lot of strategy there because when it comes down to Chris Eubank and someone who's nice, and then what does that say? you're going to give the money to... What does that say about people? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's, that's the whole well, thing, isn't it? We watch reality TV to watch people get like slapped and stuff. I so. guess. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. You're a terrible person. Just, ugh. Yeah, I, I would also have or very... Being purposely being terrible to other people for no reason. One of I fame. don't care for that. One of my biggest issues, and this is a secret issue, and I don't talk about it much, but I'll talk about it now, is if they put me in the Big Brother house, and I'm like, oh, cool, there's whatever, 16 other people in here, or however many there were. If there was another British person in there, I would go bonkers. <laughs> in, a, in a group of people, I have to be the only British person. <laughs> I can't stomach other Brits Wait in America. Minute. Wait a minute. Wait what? a minute. What about for our wedding when Woody and Rendell came? No, no, that's that's fine. That's fine. Okay. They're my friends coming over. But if okay. it's a new group, and especially if it's a Brit living in America, I can't. If you're a Brit living in America, <laughs> I dislike you. <laughs> I just I just don't like it because part of my gimmick and part of my shtick is I'm a, I'm a Brit. I'm a Brit. That's my thing. <laughs> if there's another dirty Brit there, then we're going to have to have a knife fight. Hmm. I don't like it. It, it, yeah. You feel threatened? Yes, I feel threatened that like 
I think part of my uh, amazing personality mm-hmm. comes from me being British. There's certain quirks I have. Yeah. And if someone else has those same things, whether it's even just a language thing, put them in the bin. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like them. Jog on. Jog, Jog on. on. On your bike. Jog the fuck on. I do love when Americans try and do British slang, though. I, I do like that. It's so, some of it is so good, and I, I don't it. say it purposefully because i sound like a dildo sometimes i hate it um like sometimes devon will say things and it will just sound wrong <laughs> but if you guys try and say it without irony and, I, and i'm just like this is great i this that is most great. Oh, you like time, it is it most of the time that's how i do it right or no sometimes you say it with irony sometimes you say it without irony um but if you do it just unironically it can go one of two ways. It can be like, oh, she nailed that. Or he nailed that. That was pretty good. Or it can just be like, that shouldn't come out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've heard a lot of Americans say the word shite, and it doesn't work. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, I don't do but that But like, one. wanker seems to work over here for some reason. I did one this morning. Uh, I don't remember what it was. No. I said something. Have I graduated to mate level? Mate's fine. Mate's good. I can say that with an American Yeah, I accent. like being called a uh, a mate. I like being called mate by American people. Okay. I, I kind of like that. I do not like when... This is so stupid. This is it shouldn't even be on this podcast. But I don't like when people I don't know say cheers to me. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be at the supermarket and I'll be giving them the money and they'll be like and they'll would have heard me overheard me speaking to someone and they'll be like cheers I'll be like fuck you <laughs> not a fan of that you should have said something with an American accent see you later <laughs> that's right <laughs> have a good one have a good one neighbor <laughs> all right partner yeah exactly. howdy I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> You on the other side. I think that's what Americans say. No. Catch you on the flip side. There you go. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side, dude. See you on the other side is like, we're both going to die. Right? That's what I think. (laughs) Maybe I'm being ominous. Maybe I'm just saying something like that. I don't know. I don't know what you Americans say. Later, bro. Later, bro. We We have some good ones. But if you ever hear me say bro, that's a joke. Yeah, bro. But it was weird. I started using it as a 100% irony or as a joke. And then and I said it so in. many times now. Started slipping in. Yeah. But I don't think it slipped in as a real thing. It slipped in as an inside joke. Like okay. if I go, yeah, buddy, I would never really say that. Right, right. But I've said it so many times. Yeah, I don't, I don't use bro. Um, I definitely don't use bruh or breh as a lot of people. And I'm not having to go at people that speak like that. That's fine. Oh. But I don't, I don't use bro. If you say hella... I, I, I say that ironically sometimes. You need to just stop it. Hella. I don't say that, do I? I don't think I do. Hella. No, you don't hella, say hella. Yeah, I don't say hella. No. Yeah. No. No, this uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I don't say Mary uh, Mary. I don't say very many Americanisms, I don't think. Not that I'm aware of. Thankfully. <laughs> I still err on the side of Britishness for the most part. Much preferred. Yeah, I've been here long I enough. Get, I get new phrases. Yeah, I don't think... You don't get new ones. That's the thing. Well, you get British me. phrases from 1994 because <laughs> I haven't been in the right. UK for 15 years. They're so all the me. new phrases they have, I can't give you those. Well, yeah, yours are so, new to me. And yeah. I like them. So you, you sound like Oliver Twist because <laughs> I give you such old ones. Up oh, the apples and pears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, those phrases well are Thank you. mad peng, bruv. Oh, you know peng. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Peng is big over there anymore, but it was Probably for not. a while. Yeah. Peng. Yeah. I've, I never used that growing up. Yeah. What are we running? <laughs> Oh, we're not too bad. We've probably got another seven minutes before we wrap up, if you want. All right. We I'm can carry on talking. A little chit-chat. I'm down to clown. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> so who have you got tonight, Tyson or Roy Jones? Tyson. You said Tyson, right? Tyson makes good chicken. I th- <laughs> hey, Tyson's chicken. Tyson chicken Tyson's breasts? chicken. Like Purdue chicken? Mike Tyson does a really bad joke. Oh. Yeah. There I is say, a... Oh, I was like, I, I knew Young chicken, Pigeons. There is a chicken company <laughs> called Tyson. Oh, I was like, has he moved? Has he graduated from pigeons <laughs> to chickens? I was confused. Yeah, I've got Tyson as well. I think I think Tyson's going to do it. I'm more interested. I just hope they don't embarrass themselves. Well, oh, that's right. More interested in. I'm more interested to see what the fight is. Whether it's them going fucking buck wild on each other. I do not think they're going to embarrass themselves. Actually, no. Tyson looks like I, he's out I, to I, kill. Well, Watch yeah. five seconds of Mike Tyson. Oh. Well, yeah, he showed me. He yeah. looks in fantastic shape. Oh. And Roy Jones Jr. fought two years ago, professionally or something. Yeah, so he's still got it. He's probably got that muscle memory still. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. Um, not paying for, for it, it though. baby. <laughs> Don't even know how much it is, but I'm not paying for it. 50 dolores. Is it? 50. That's not... Oh, the undercard. I don't know. I don't know who's on the undercard. And there's loads of, like, they've got Neo singing the national anthem. I know they advertised that. It's just like, great. <laughs> who cares about who sings the national anthem? Yeah. Have you ever cared about who sang the national anthem at a sporting event? Uh, Janet Jackson. Oh, wait, that was a halftime show. That was, uh, that was show. a halftime show, yeah. Booby joke. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you think that was on purpose or not? Hmm. It's really funny for like the that, listeners. I feel like that was an accident. Oh, for the listeners, I can't hear it very well. Yes. All I hear is like, that's a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm the only one with headphones in, so I can only hear the, the soundboard. Do you think it was an accident? No. I think it was an accident. Didn't she have nip covers? She had a, a bizarre, like, sun, metallic sun, like, clamped to her nip. Do you remember it? It was like a piercing. It was but like a star. I never, actually, yeah. I never actually saw, like, the... The actual footage of it. Oh. I just kind of saw the aftermath of them. Like, Google of it. Them, like, it of it's her a, getting covered. That's a hard yes for me because that's wild. I think she prepped for it. I, I'm with you. I think it was legitimately meant to be done. I don't oh, think no, it was I mean, an the opposite. You think it was an accident? Justin Timberlake, first of all, that's a pretty upstanding young man, right? He seems <sighs> to be. I can't imagine that he would go along with that. The biggest Well, he's, event- he's, he's quite mean because he's sung Cry Me a River. He's like, bitch, I don't <laughs> care about you. Cry Me a River. Mm. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not. It was because she cheated on him. That's what Crimea River was about. What? Yeah. She cheated on him, and then he, she's going, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and he's going, "Crimea River." Yeah. Oh, I don't blame him then. All right, he is an upstanding gentleman. Yeah. He's got to grab. He's got to grab the area. Yeah. Rip it perfectly. Janet Jackson has to be on board. Why she would be he on has board? To be on board. Oh, They're Jackson, millionaires. Janet Jackson's a freak. I don't know. I don't know if he would Kids, be on board. Children. That's the whole point. Publicity. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway. If she did it to his wang, I would have said it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> that would have been amazing. If she just just pulled out Justin Timberlake's... I, I can't find a word. Take your time. I, 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 <laughs> all I could think of was Justin Timberlake's Timberlake, and that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Um, if they, if she pulled out his Backstreet Boy and it was out for all that's to say, that would be incredible. It was in sync, though, actually. 
He was in NSYNC. Yeah. Oh, I oh, I'm that having said an, that on purpose. No, I'm having a nightmare, ain't <laughs> yeah. When you're oh. trying to think of something to go with Timberlake, your lips were moving, but nothing was happening. No, I just, yeah, I was having issues. Who was in Backstreet Boys then? Not Justin Timberlake. Uh, uh, other, other dudes. Name name three Backstreet Boys. Three. Yeah. Um, Nick something. That's not, that's, <laughs> that's not how that works. AJ Nick something. Nick Thornberry. <laughs> AJ Styles. Oh. And Michael Carter, something, something Nick, Carter. Yeah, Nick Carter. Nick oh, Carter. Nick Carter. Yeah, he's Aaron Carter's brother. Yes, mm, I do know that. Yeah. Um. Okay. AJ something or others. AJ. Yeah. Oh, do you know who's presenting the boxing tonight as well? Do you know who the main host of it is? Who? AC Slater from Save by the Bell. Maddie, oh, really? Maddie Mario Lopez. Lopez. Huh. Mm, Jennifer's brother. <laughs> <laughs> saw a little uh, Zoom call they had about the new Safe by the Bell coming out. Mm. And a little clip. It looked good. Whoa! It looked like some horse jive. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not into that. You know what his character is, Zach? He's the he's the mayor, isn't he? He's the governor of California yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so they're both uh, actual, the real, like, um, Mario Lopez and AC Slater Ga- is like the principal it? of the school. And then, yeah, like, uh, Zach, Zach Snyder is the uh, president. <laughs> The uh, Mario Lopez is like the gym coach. Oh, okay. Um, oh crap! He's the governor. Someone else works there. The dancing lady, or the the one who did a with the oh, boob, boobs out. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth Berkley is Berkley's in it. Too. In it. Yeah. Damn. Oh. I thought she'd never come back from Showgirls. Well, has she? Well, this is no the offense. first time she's come back <laughs> since Showgirls. No offense. I don't think she did anything after Showgirls. Poor girl. I watched that when I was like 11 or 12. I was like... still never yep. seen it. You've never seen Showgirls? Mm. Oh, that's the greatest movie I've ever made. I mean, <laughs> if you're 11 or 12, you're just there for... Should we do it for the podcast? Um, <laughs> yeah. No, Showgirls was fucking great back then. Um, I don't remember much about it now. But yeah. Should we wrap this up then? Sure. Sure. All right. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh, I do have a list of future films. I've actually fleshed out the, the list a bit. So I'm, I'm going to give you a quick breakdown of the movies that we have in mind going forward. Now, keep in mind, I will say that these are in no particular order apart from one. So I know what next episode's film is. But after that, I do not know what the order is going to be. So next episode, I'm very, 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 very excited for. It's our first dip into Bruceploitation. So we will be doing Tower of Death, a.k.a. Game of Death 2. And to make it even more exciting, we are going to be watching the last 30 minutes of the original Game of Death as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because obviously we don't watch anything prior to that because Bruce Lee isn't in it. It's a Bruce Lee stand-in. But we're going to watch the whole pagoda fight scene. You're going to like that. Yeah, I think she is. I think she is. So we're going to watch the ending of Game of Death. Then we're going to move on to Tower of Death, which should be fun. Um, if anyone has the Haya channel, as Devin mentioned earlier, uh, uh, Tower of Death is on that for free. So the other films we have is Fist of Fury, another Bruce Lee film. We have Battle Royal or Royale. Is it Royale or Royal? Mm. I'm going with Royale. I th- is it? Okay. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. We got Five Element Ninjas, War of the Arrows, Martial Arts of Shaolin, and The Magnificent Butcher. So. There are the films we've got coming up. Alrighty. So, one of those is uh, Jet Li's, a young Jet Li. Um, it's his third film. 
Mm, when okay. he was about 19 years old. So mm-hmm. that one should he be fun. He was a wee baby. Yeah, it's a Shaw Brothers film. It's it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, they're the ones we've got coming up. I don't know the order. I might put it to our listeners to see if they can determine the order or I might just randomly select it. But next episode will be Tower of Death. And we may, if the survey is overwhelmingly positive, we may fit Jiu-Jitsu in. If it's like 60-40, then we're not going to do it. Because... Um, me and Cyrus are gonna cry. Cyrus and Devin <laughs> on the intro. I'd fucking love Jiu-jitsu it. Jiu-jitsu is a beautiful martial art. Well, to what watch. I tell I tell you what, Tower of Death is gonna blow your socks off. Yeah, I'm not even gonna reveal anything that happens in Tower of Death, but it's a special. Cyrus, film. have you seen the trailer for Jiu-jitsu? Mm-mm. Oh dear. It's Kung Fu Predator. Yeah, with no. Nick Cage. <laughs> Kung Fu which Predator, sh- which sounds amazing. Kung Fu Predator with Nick Cage sounds like the greatest film ever made, but. Uh, doesn't seem to be. But like to watch it, to have to pay attention to it, to talk about it is what, yeah. I, what I would struggle yeah. with. And apparently like, ha- having it in the background while I'm playing like on my phone. Apparently it has bad fight scenes as well. So we might just skip it. <laughs> but if it's overwhelming, if it's like 90% to 10%, we'll, we'll squeeze it in. Um, anyway, thank you very much for listening, everyone. We really do appreciate it. Oh, Cyrus has right, one, one last thing. thing. Yeah. Let us know if you like or dislike the buttons. Personally, or at least the, the sound frequency, effects. the oh, amount of time. I am ecstatic. <laughs> Look, if please, actually, this is very important. If you got this far on the podcast, thank you so much first for getting this far. <laughs> and please let us know how you feel about the sound drops. Now, we will change them frequently. They you aren't going to so? be... Oh, yeah. Then we're not going to stay, stay this. Should we have like a, 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 a rather consistent... Yeah, like maybe four a month of some, and then next month we okay. change them. But please let us know what you think. If it's the worst thing ever and super annoying, let me know and I'll just not use them. Because I think it's fair. If it's annoying the or shit. Or doing them too often. Yeah, which we were this episode, but that's okay. We got excited. <laughs> I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just because it's a new toy. Yeah, we're just button heavy. That's all. Um, but thank you very much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. It's foo underscore four underscore thought. I'd appreciate a follow. I'm almost at 100,000 uh, followers. I'm trying to get to 100,000 by the end of the year. If you could help me out. That is That'd crazy. Great. Yeah. Um, Share us with your friends. We would love it if you can give us... Well, I'd love it if you can give us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you could do that, that's great. Um, unfortunately... And I'm not, everyone's entitled to criticize anything they listen to. Someone gave us a one star, which actually I was very disappointed by. And it, it's okay. I know it's okay, but they took us from the five star to 4.5 stars. And now I want to get back up to five. So if you can give us a five star, that would be great. Share, like, uh, share, share, <laughs> like, and share. Uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Tower of Death will be next episode, and we will catch you. Later. Yeah, buddy.